Welcome to the Connor Andrews Show Podcast. Yesterday morning, Bryce was talking about the IKEA challenge again, where you sneak into IKEA and you attempt to spend 24 hours in there without getting caught. Maybe you hide under a bed. Maybe you hide in a cabinet. How horrifying would that be if you were just a customer and you open like just some sort of cabinet you put at the foot of your bed and there's somebody in there? That'd be weird. Anyway, we started talking about the the hideouts and that. And I did get a text message from somebody who said that they work at Ikea and they have found evidence that people have spent the night. Like if they go, this one text said way up top in the warehouse racks, you know, where you go to collect your Billy bookcases or whatever. Way up top, they found somebody had made a bed. There were pillows and blankets and there were empty pop cans and chip bags and stuff up there. A lot of people were speculating that that was probably just an employee coming in, punching the clock, sleeping for eight, and then punching out. That could very well be. And then I got this text too. It says, I was working at a tire warehouse and a group of employees would take turns sleeping and basically screwing the... Okay. In a tire fort that they had built. It was way at the top of the warehouse and was impossible to see. They even had a route through the tires to get there. I busted the one guy coming down once. He showed me the spot and I couldn't believe it. It was amazing. But I was a manager and I made them destroy it. It was a sad day for Slacker Me, but I was proud of the young punks for that tire fort. Yeah, it is... um, That's a tough moment, isn't it? The realization that you're no longer a part of the problem and now you're just a boring old part of the solution. So lame. Thank you for that. Garner! Please welcome this morning's Garner Andrews Show featured listener! Hi, I'm Kevin Martin and I'm an Olympic level curler. You won the gold medal in the Vancouver Games in 2010. Do you ever find yourself just sitting at home, alone, at the kitchen table, in the dark, with the gold medal on? (laughs) No, I've never done that. (laughs) If anyone at home is ever giving you any attitude, do you just put it on to remind them who the gold medalist is? I don't think that would work anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure if that would ever have worked, actually. Another Garner Andrews Show featured listener. Yay! If you'd like to be featured on a future broadcast, text 10029. Sonic 1029. The Garner Andrews Show. Show. Podcast. Seeing the Edmonton Oilers are just playing so awesome, I'm thinking, why don't we feed them to the Red Deer Rebels and they can receive some training? <coughs> oh, well, what can you do, I guess? So I'm not really a hockey fan, so I cheer for Edmonton because they don't play hockey. What else you got? Uh, not much. Garner? It's a person who makes their living just talking to people. I can tell you one thing. There are certain things that people love to talk about. They love to talk about their dogs. They love to talk about their cats. They love to talk about their tattoos. I would say tattoo is the number one thing people like to talk about. Children, probably around seven or eight. 
maybe eighth spot in the top ten of things people like to talk about. And the other day, I just sort of casually mentioned, have you ever been the uh, guinea pig? A friend of yours is getting into tattoo, and they want to be a tattoo artist. Now they're looking for real estate. They're looking for canvas, blank canvas. And uh, have you ever been the tattoo guinea pig? And we're still getting phone calls and text messages about this. Have you ever been the guinea pig? Um, kind of the other way around. I'm an artist, so I thought a few years ago well, I could try tattooing. Mm, so you went online and bought all the equipment? Yeah, well, I have some friends that are tattoo artists, so I got some brands from them, and I bought my supplies, and I started out on vinyl sheets just practicing. Is that? Does it um, feel anything like tattooing skin, though? It's similar. It doesn't stretch or anything, which is a big part of tattooing. You have to stretch the skin, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I ended up tattooing for about four years. But one of the people who was like, ooh, I'll be your guinea pig was my husband. And so he's got four tattoos, three that I've done. And we're currently going through a divorce. So now he is stuck with a Grim Reaper and a flame kind of tattoo and a skeleton hand that I've done. That unless he gets removed, that he's going to have on him for the rest of his life. <laughs> That seems to give you some joy. And, <laughs> well, I, and I've got nine tattoos, eight that I've done, and I don't regret any of the ones that I've done on myself. But all I could kind of think was, oh, it would really suck if I had ever let him tattoo me. Yeah, but the other way around, that's fine. <laughs> do you think that, will that bother him? I think it does. I think it does. Now, who pulled the trigger on it? And don't say it was mutual. No, I did. You did? I did. Yeah, I thought about it for a long time. We were together for nine years. I thought about it for a long time. And then eventually kind of just said, you know what? This really, (laughs) yeah, that was me. I wonder if if a new girl, like if he meets a new girl, I wonder if she'll have a problem with the fact that his tattoos were done by his ex-wife. Probably. And there's a few things, too, that I imagine a new girl would have a problem with. Um, Like we have a few kids. So after we had kids and he decided he didn't want any more, he went and had himself snipped and it's kind of like that that's all going to affect his future relationships tattoos that i've put on him that the vasectomy yeah (laughs) this does seem like it's bringing you joy though was he was he an awful person kind of he was (laughs) okay well yeah i'm not yeah no he was not very nice okay well maybe he deserved it then i think so but i can be biased on that opinion too so you've done eight of your own tattoos, eight out of nine. You did them. Yourself. I have, yeah. Where was the first one you ever did on yourself? The first one I did, I did it right on my ankle, so that if it was really bad, I could cover it with socks, and it turned out really well. It was just a little flower. Have you done your hands? Um, I have some stars on my hands. Because I, I always think to myself when I see somebody with a really, really crappy tattoo on their hand, I always think to myself, "Oh, you did that yourself, didn't you?" Oh, it's really funny. One of the tattoos that I did on my um, on my ex was, and this was his idea. I would have never done this on my own. Was he wanted the skeleton of his hand tattooed onto his hand? Oh, so he's got a skeleton hand over top of his hand. So yeah, so he has the skeleton tattooed onto his hand, and then um, he was a mechanic at the time, and he went to work and he scrubbed <laughs> the scabs off. So this tattoo healed really bad. And people have asked him for years, like, oh, man, where'd you get that done? And I'm just like, oh, it was me. (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. But it looks great because they realize that they've offended. (laughs) That's what they say. And I'm like, no, it's okay. I mean, he totally screwed up the healing process. I get it. I don't don't take offense to it. Okay, hang on. Yeah. Clearly enjoying the fact that her axe is marked for life. Fascinating. 
You people are way more interesting than anything you see on reality TV. I know I tell you that at least once a week, but you are. Garner! Hi, Sonic. I will see your featherless bird and raise you one hairless uh, bear. A lot of people say that they uh, hunted bear once and then after they skinned it, that was it. They would never do it again because it's horrifying. They, there was an issue somewhere, I don't know, where bears live. and In the forest. In the forest. Well, it was a special place. Like the, I don't think it was Jasper. It was somewhere else. But the bears got Jellystone Park. And they had to shave them all. Oh. And then let them go again till the hair grow back. And it's petrifying. Yeah. So don't Google skinned bear and do no. not Google... Owl with no feathers. Not skinned bear, furless. Like their furless. fur literally all fell off. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is actually horrible, horrible radio here on <laughs> National Radio Day. What are we doing? No, I think it's amazing radio. I love it. <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, Lauren texted, A featherless owl looks like one of those cartoon birds that gets clipped by a passing rocket midair and turns into a roasted chicken. Well, that right there is probably the best description of a featherless owl I have re ever er uh, read. Somebody else said, if you want to see pure tear, Google inside leatherback turtle mouth. Garner. I wish I was a Sonic Rocker winner. Everyone would be so proud of me. We debuted a brand new Sonic Rock door on the show today. This one right here. Uh, take another listen. Steve said, Imagine Dragons, Believer. Nope. Not the song behind the door. Tomorrow morning at 8.20, it's worth $102. And all this week, no matter what happens, you get a pair of tickets to Vance Joy. Tune in to the Garner Andrews Show weekdays at 8.20 to take your shot at the Sonic Rock Door jackpot. For Butler Plumbing and Heating. The Garner Andrews Show podcast. Garner. Hey, Garner. Hey, you. Yeah. Is nobody uh, drawing, connecting the dots on the news today? Like, is not Rachel Notley behind the wild birds in Vancouver? She's dispatched crazed birds? I, I, it, it's obvious to me. It's well, just maybe. I think she used to work at the zoo. And, you know, you just, it, it's all there. It's Our, plain hang on, go back. Our premier used to work at the zoo? Well, I think so, but anyway. She's trained in <laughs> falconry? <laughs> it, it, I, I'm just following the pattern of W5. Like, okay. I'm pretty sure she worked at the zoo. You draw the conclusion yourself, but this is this is the best thing going. Forget the wine. Just release mad birds in Vancouver. They'll be at their knees in no time. They will be begging for mercy. Oh, I would. Okay. I know that Miss uh, Ms. Notley, our premier, listens to this show from time to time. Uh, maybe she can call in right now and let us know if she is dispatching murderous birds to the lower mainland. Yeah, but you think she'll come clean? That's my only problem. Probably not. No, no. Okay. No, she'll probably point the finger at Brian Mason. Who is this? <laughs> Dave. Dave, have a good day. You too. Keep it going. Oh, I wonder if this is her initiative. Huh. It would be devious. So cunning. 
I hope she'll phone the show. I could uh, I could phone her too, Bryce. I have her uh, have her business card in my wallet. No big deal. I do. Yeah, murder bird. These owls attacking everyone. It's I don't believe in coincidence. And I asked the question because she sort of threatened yesterday that we might have to take this to the next level. And we're like, well, what is the next level? And uh, somebody's like, what, ban their fruit? And then we all get scurvy? Is that what you get from not eating fruit? I'm pretty sure that's what happens. Or shingles. Maybe you get shingles. I don't know. No, no, not shingles. I think scurvy. Maybe you get lupus. I'm not sure. But it's one of those things that you get from not eating fruit. So that would punish us. That's a horrible idea. And then was it you who said we should maybe turn off the BC bud? A couple people texted and said that. I Well, I didn't know. Is that where you have to get it now? Someone says, I don't want to have to make friends with a local dealer and have to do that whole awkward hangout just to get my pot. So <laughs> I'm assuming yeah, a fair amount of it comes from there. Okay. Garner! I got to read you something because I think this person needs your help. I don't know. Maybe I have an opinion on this. I'm not really sure. But let's help together. Garner, I need your help. Maybe the help of a listener. I'm going on a second date with a girl I just met. We're going out tomorrow night. Valentine's. My question, do I buy her a Valentine's gift? Flowers? Maybe a card? Our first date was just coffee this past Sunday afternoon. I haven't even kissed her. I asked her out again tomorrow without realizing it's Valentine's Day. We're just going to a pub for a drink or two, but I kept waking up last night wondering what am I supposed to do? Name withheld. Hmm. This is a tricky one because technically you're not really in a relationship, but you are going on a date and it's Valentine's. I don't know. I, I don't think I'd go as far as getting her a gift. That might be a bit much. But what would be wrong with, I don't know, getting her a card of some... Nothing super mushy either, but a funny card. Do they make a funny card for people who are in a brand new relationship? I don't know. Even a card makes it seem like you're assuming that you're in a relationship. And you know what happens when you assume it makes you look like a dick. Uh, I don't. This is where I need to lean on the audience a bit. What does this guy do? I guess you could always come get her a candy necklace out of the Garner Andrew show love a It's open for business right now in the front lobby of the radio station. A candy necklace might be kind of funny might be a good way to take some of the heat off of Valentine's Day with a brand new date. Garner! Music news you can use on Sonic 1029. Here's Bryce Kelly. It's Tuesday, February 13th, and this is what's going on. Jack White has spoken out about the current state of rock and roll, and he thinks all it needs is an injection of some new young blood that's really just going to knock everybody dead. And the good news is, he thinks that's brewing. Sonic. The Smashing Pumpkins are expected to announce a reunion of most of their original lineup this week, minus bass player Darcy Retzky. She's now released text from Billy Corgan that showed he may have lied to her and excluded her on purpose from this reunion. Meanwhile, the Smashing Pumpkins say that they tried to include her, and it was her decision not to participate. Sonic. When I was... And this is cool, as former My Chemical Romance frontman Gerard Way is having big-time success with a comic book he made. It's called Umbrella Academy, and it's being adapted into a series on Netflix, and they just cast Mary J. Blige to star as a time-traveling assassin. Cool. That's it for Music News You Can Use. I'm Bryce on Sonic. Garner! Garner! It's the Garner Andrew Show podcast! Podcast! 
I'm good. How about you? I'm very good. So that nice guy who wants, who's trying to figure out what he should do for his second date. Yeah, yeah. Date. Yeah, he just met this girl. This is only their second date. They're go- he, he asked her out I- again without realizing it was Valentine's. It's so adorable. Yeah. So what so does he I- do? I agree. Like the funny card, like or like even just like a funny Valentine's, like the just like a little one, and then like a heart-shaped Reese's peanut butter cup. Yeah, something real simple. Real simple, real little, and just like adorable, as opposed to like romantic. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to learn a song on the acoustic guitar like um, "I Will Follow You Into the Dark." That's a little much yeah, for a second it's, date. Yeah, it's coming yeah, on no, a little like, too strong. Like, go almost for, like, grade school adorable. Like, what you'd get, like, your your grade two crush. Like the like, uh, like the card Ralph Wiggum gave Lisa Simpson. I choo- choose you. Exactly. Yeah, okay. What's your name? I'm Kate. Kate, I hope we've helped this guy out. I hope so. You mm. choo-choo-choose me? Happy Valentine's. Oh, I guess I had that backwards. Lisa Simpson gave it to Ralph Wiggum not the other way around. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Garner Andrew Show podcast. Check sonic1029.com for more.